No, that seems to be genetic to their species. That's a... No, it's the eugenics. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right? <laughs> eugenics again. Hi, I'm Paul. I'm Abby. I'm Chelsea, and welcome to 3 to Beam Up. Today, we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 10, Plato's Stepchildren. So to rehash our costume corner from last week, <laughs> I just would like to say that I really love these costumes so much. I don't think I, I could create them. The Plutonians? Right, from a cosplay standpoint. Yes, well, the Plutonians, and then when when Kirk, Kirk, Kirk. and Spock and Uhura and, um, mm-hmm. and, and Chapel are dressed up like, like them, I like just the love, the, I love their costumes. Kirk's I mean, granted, Kirk and well, yeah. Well, I mean that, and then Kirk and Spock's skirts that are shorter than anyone on the Enterprise. Like, I yeah, just I just think the costume design for this episode is phenomenal. I really do. It is just beautiful. And well, perfect, and, and I love it. we're contrasting to the like very bad costumes of last time since it was uh, yeah, a very maybe very that's much it. earlier. Maybe I don't love them as much as I think I do, but they're so much better than last week that I am just happy that there's like seems to be someone thought about it for longer than five minutes and did not go to Goodwill. <laughs> wow. I don't know that they didn't go to Goodwill. That's fair. They could be I mean, the sheet section. No, they, got used. they looked made. They looked made from actual fabric. Yeah, they just mm-hmm. I thought they were really well done and I really liked them and I wanted is, to make sure to bring this up. Is one of them tailoring new clothes? I hadn't thought about this. This isn't a question right down, but is one of Plato's stepchildren um, tailoring new clothes for them? Or are those the clothes that I came mean, there with? It would have to be Alexander, right? Because that poor, Ooh, poor yeah. man. Well, no, no. No, it wouldn't. Because if they can control things with their mind, they can presumably control the making of clothes with their mind. I, well, yeah, but, but doesn't they, they want to? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a pastime, because that's a respectable hobby. Yeah, Is it though, it's a little because... too functional for a... Yeah, that's not... I don't know. Plutonian. I don't know. I feel like they're, they're too dickish to make their own clothes, because they're the worst. But speaking of those extremely short skirts, did anyone else <laughs> notice when Spock definitely flashed the camera? No, I didn't. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he like either he falls over or is pushed over in the green skirt, and you can definitely see his junk. It has definitely been blurred out. What? <laughs> yeah, not that I'm totally looking for things like that, but <laughs> you are. You would be I mean... if you weren't. <laughs> If I see a potential for it, then yeah, I'm going to pause the show over and over to see, you know. <laughs> I, I do not doubt I'm... it because seriously, <laughs> I do not wear skirts that short. Like, that is insane. So I've already no. said the title of this episode, but they say it very quick in this episode too. I think it's it's got to be up there in the list of like time from start of episode to someone saying the title of the episode. It's less than a minute. Well, and just just the fact that they, like, get so in, into this episode so quickly anyway, it's just like, and the episode's happening. It is just, this is just... Captain's log, I'm already well, doing yeah. a thing, I'll get back to you later. <laughs> it's so, and then, 
And then after this like huge quick start that you think so much story is going to happen, <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, it just kind of stalls there for a while, right? It really well, it's because Lingers. they spend so long on that torture scene. That torture scene is phenomenally long. It I is about was, half yeah. the episode. It really is, and no. I don't know why. Yeah, I think I think it's you know sometimes like when you're teaching, and you're not sure how long, how long a lecture is. You you start out and you go really quick because you think it might be long. And then you look at the clock halfway through and you think, ooh, I think there's not that many slides left. So I better start just <laughs> dra- dragging my feet a little bit, a little bit <laughs> and spending a little more time. Uh, and I think that's maybe what they did here. From, uh, maybe th- I'm not sure. But then they then the end of it is wrapped up so quickly. Oh, yeah. I mean, we'll get to the end. Right. Let's not spoil the end. There's well, not much so to spoil, obviously. There's there's some problems with pacing. Oh, I the pacing we can is all awful. Agree on this that. episode's pacing is the worst. It's pretty bad. But I think the premise of the episode actually somewhat makes sense. Definitely more than the episodes Let's... we've looked at so far. What a, do you want to break it down? What the premise is? I do. I do. Okay. So at least it at first it seems like it's not going to make any sense because like the Platonians are from this crazy world far away, but yet they're all obsessed with Plato. But then that's sort of explained in a way that could kind of make sense that their planet went supernova, then they went to Earth during Plato, and then when that civilization fell, they left and continued that sort of civilization. That but sort of makes it sense. It makes sense but in a TOS. Still also... right, it's a very TOS plot. But they also somehow read Lewis and one or, or Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland because right, <laughs> yeah, that little dance that they make Kirk and Spock do is like straight out of like it's not it's not Alice in Wonderland like poetry or anything, but it's Tweedledum and Tweedledee, and then he basically they basically take out a couple of lines from Jabberwocky. Okay, like, yes, yes, that doesn't make and it doesn't make Shakespeare any sense if they left after the to- <laughs> like the height of Greece. Yes, yes. And then okay. they left. Okay. There's problems. But, but then the next part sort of makes sense too, right? The part where uh, they need a doctor. Okay, and the, them not having the technology to fix it doesn't really make sense. But they need a doctor, so they plot to get one, and then they plot to keep him there. Again, sure. sort yeah, of and makes actually, sense. Yeah, and I actually do think that a, scra- like, a civilization like this who has not had to worry about large-scale disease or injury, things like that, and a scratch hurting someone, that's actually quite plausible. <laughs> to me it is. Because so the trick would be, though, that this I find wouldn't it be the first time if they're, what, 23, yeah. 2400 years old? Well, um, it would be if it was a freak accident and they never move or do anything, which it seems like yeah, they do you'd not. also want to make sure you didn't really have sharp edges, right? <laughs> You're not going to be, like, juggling knives. And they have, like, knives. knives laying around everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I Like, it raises the question, how did he cut his leg? Um, yes. Which is not... Never explained. ...described. But it's definitely a weird balance of stuff. And what's their power? Like, what is their power? It, well, it's like advanced telekinesis, right? And, and a little bit of mind control, just a little, but definitely, definitely tele- yeah. advanced telekinesis and at least moderate mind control. So the, I mean, again, it, it sort of doesn't really make sense, like in the other episodes, because it it's seems space to powers. Space powers. So sure, many it's things. Space We're back to space powers. It's always space but powers. But immortality yeah. is not their power. No, that a, seems a to be genetic to their species. That's a no. It's the eugenics. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> right? <laughs> eugenics again. 
eugenics ruins the party again yeah they did they dropped eugenics made them immortal they dropped that line in there and they did not linger on it because they did not they said that they had a whole planet and then they were like well we wanted to be better so eugenics and then we had 38 of us so cool that's us and it was like whoa whoa Kirk, so Kirk, genocide? Kirk should have lingered on that a little bit more. But also taking a whole planet down to 38. like Yeah, is insane. Seems problematic. Yeah. And, and, yeah. How many... Yeah, there's a... That's not how it works either, that you just... You got a whole lot of people and 38 of them have superpowers. Like, that, that wouldn't be eugenics. That'd be genocide. But, right. Um, eugenics would be implying that, like, some of them kind of did, so they only bred those and they killed everybody else, but... Right? They do not linger or on Or the it. planet, well, they didn't necessarily kill him. The planet, or the sun went supernova. So they just let them die. Yeah. Which, is that better? No. So they also no, have space no. travel, right? They also have advanced space travel. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. A lot of spacefaring races in TOS. Um, it's true. But, yeah, and then they get to this planet, and then they have these powers. So, hmm. is, uh, so, all of them, though, are 2300-ish. Right? Is Ale- Alexander it seems is also like it. Alexander's twenty three hundred. Yeah, I think so. Because he definitely came from their planet. Yeah. With them. So he must yeah, be they the all same came age. Together, yeah. I thought. Which is yeah, which is why I think the immortality is is their race and not like the space space powers are from the food, but the immortality is from what they were already. Yeah, I think it's from the eugenics. <laughs> so yeah, yeah we're, I feel like we're already I've, we, we've summed up the episode, and I have in my notes, like, I, I wrote a line, there's a lot here, but there's not a lot here. <laughs> yeah, I agree with I agree with that statement a lot. I think it's partially because of the pacing issues. It's just, they, they're, they're trying to stick a lot in, but they're not using their time well, so it kind of feels like very front-loaded, and then at the end, we're like, well, we gotta wrap it well, up. But there's not even that much front-loading, right? Because we just described, they get to the planet. They rush, rush, rush to the planet. They meet Alexander. He tells you the episode title. They go to him. He's got a cut. And they're like, well, we've got to save his life. And gives him some drugs. Doesn't work. He throws some stuff around. And then he says, well, I guess I'll try some other drugs. Or I'm going to mix penicillin and then, like, space penicillin. And uh, he mixes those together and gives it to him. And he's like, oh, cool. Now I'm super, super healed. And um, let's forget that arc. But I could use a doctor. Let's keep you down here. Also, you guys are forever. I, also, I'm gonna kill the rest of you anyway, so you may as well stay. Uh, and then yeah. they have like a weird play of sorts. Yeah, after that's, that's essentially it. I mean, after also, the extensive torture session. Yeah, I, I read um, that gets well. No, there's two. There's several of them, right? There's like three torture sessions. Yeah, there's several, but there's the one exceptionally long one. Yeah. That made that I remember being horrible when I like you know times I've watched this before I I definitely remember being horrified by it but this time I don't know what it was but the worst part for me was when they made Kirk act like a horse and made Alexander like that was the middle torture session oh my god that was the one of the worst things I have ever watched I don't know what it was this time but it really struck me as just the most horrific thing and it wasn't just Shatner's terrible horse impression yeah it was just it's honestly like it's almost it feels like Netflix should have a trigger warning at the start of this. Like, oh my god, it's this is gonna have a whole distur- bunch of torture in it. It's very episode. disturbing. I agree. It's just oh, god. which I guess is effective. Well, I was reading. Um, I guess this is one of 
only a few episodes that the BBC never aired yeah. uh, because of the torture and sadism stuff in it. Yeah, I read that as well. Um, that, yeah. Which is which is strange that yeah. um I know they were fine with the interracial kiss. They were not okay with the torture and sadism, which I'm like good for you BBC. Well, we should get to that, right? So this is this is the first on television, right? It's the first interracial kiss of fictional people on television. Got it. Yeah. So of characters. It's I, I guess in the Nancy's, US. Yeah, in the US. And it already happened yes. in the UK. So there's a lot of qualifiers. There. Yeah, there okay. are some qualifiers definitely, but in the US it is the first is interracial the first. kiss uh, uh, on a like television program that isn't like there was I guess I read that um Nancy Sinatra kissed Sammy Davis Jr. on a show at one point, but that was like uh, impromptu. Yeah. So yeah. I'm reading uh, And it wasn't uh, the same. The, the qualifier that people toss out is the first scripted Yes, first scripted yes. interracial kiss on television. And I do love the stories of how Nichelle Nichols and William Shatner ruined every other take that they were asked to do to, when they were like, well, don't actually kiss her. Hmm. Well, like, I also like, did you guys hear that uh, Nichelle was supposed to kiss Spock and William Shatner had a fit and that's why she kissed him instead? Hmm. Uh, no? Because he was like, um, yeah, if anyone's going to be kissing Nichelle, it's oh, going to be that's, me. Yeah, that was Will Shatner <laughs> being like, um, excuse me? I'm Captain Kirk. I get to kiss her. <laughs> Which I'm like, that's the most Shatner thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but fair. I mean, yeah, I get it. <laughs> and she looks hot as hell in this episode. So, yeah. I mean, granted. Her eyeshadow is amazing. Oh, my God. So good. It's so good. It it's so go good. Back to the costuming and the makeup. Like, it's just so good. The makeup's outstanding. It yeah. is on point. I am so pleased with all of it. And Chapel's as well is, is yeah. amazing. And poor Chapel. Like, I feel so bad for Nurse Chapel in this episode every time I see it. No, sure. that's really it's horrifying. so bad. That any... exchange between her and Spock. She doesn't have many lines at all, right? No, she doesn't. Which she never does, let's be real. Sure. But, oh my gosh, it's so heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. I hate yeah. that. It's ugh. this. Yeah, this whole episode is just when you look at the the very basics of it. It's just it's a disturbing episode. It's mind control. It's not being in charge of who of yourself. It's the worst. Yeah, it's, it's basically a rape metaphor. Yeah, it really is in a lot of ways. And, and I mean, like, and most explicitly at the end, where it practically really is. Rape. Oh yeah, and it's oh my gosh, and that well, and that's the other thing too. So. So they're controlling everybody. The Plutonians are controlling everyone. How, I don't understand. Maybe this is just me. I don't understand how it's fun for them to watch. Because if they're, if it's just fun to have power over people, if that's that where they're getting off. That's or, their jollies. Yeah, like, I guess so. But I'm like, all right, if you've, you have people ostensibly watching a performance... You have no element of surprise. You know what's going to happen because you're going to make them do what you want them to do. So where's the fun? <laughs> so that's what's so disturbing about that yeah. last torture scene. Is the fun like the rape element? Right. Like what? what is the... Is that what they're getting off on? What is the draw here? I don't understand. It is... That, I think that's the implication. I think it... Yeah, I think it is the power dynamic, but it's just kind of an awkward... This is my whole thing with space powers. Like... If I had space powers, I would literally, like, just go off by myself forever and, like, play with space powers. Like, I wouldn't try to mess with anybody else because that's no fun. Well, Because Harmon, they have, like, feelings and stuff. Well, and who wants to do that? Even in this situation, you make a good point that the thing that if you'd been sitting around with the same 38 people 
for 2,300 years, the thing to do would be like put them in a room and say, come up with a play and then perform it because we're right. bored and we because don't have any new we're ideas. Bored. And There's nothing you, new if anymore. If it's not good enough, we're going to kill you. <laughs> like, so right. That's the... Guys, guys, it's supposed to be a moralizing episode, right? Well, and the yeah. message is power, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Well, so, yeah, and they bring it I up I think at we the have to read it in terms of that. I guess so, but it's it's more fun to put my own stuff on it. <laughs> well, that is, that's their kind of, I feel like maybe a third of the episodes that we're ever going to get into are, are that idea, right? Um, yeah. It's the same well, that we just Parman, had in... But Parman says it. Oh, yeah. Song. He almost verbatim says that. Did, did, yeah. He says, Mitchell, the uncontrolled his... power will turn even saints into savages. I think Mitchell said not the same words, but the same thing last week, though, right? But essentially the <laughs> oh, same yeah. thing. Yeah. This is a recurring theme, especially yeah. when there are space powers involved. Yeah. It's that essentially people are whatever hominids. People are terrible. The end. (laughs) Which, fair. All right. This is the other thing, too. When Alexander refuses the space powers, when Bones decides that he can make them. Yeah. Like, okay, he's very noble and all that stuff. But, dude, if I were him, I would have taken those space powers. (laughs) I think it was, I think he was convincing there. Um, I think I'll defend that writing of, like... I think he did a good job of, of that sort of, um, like, I don't want to be like them. And I, I, I know that his stance was he has this anger at them and that anything they think uh, happens. Uh, and he knows that if he had those powers, he wouldn't be able to stop himself from hurting them. And he doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to become them. That he, he well, because Kirk convinced that he them. knows Alexander knows that he could not have these powers and not hurt them. Um, oh, absolutely! I think he that's is a, a better person than I am. Yeah. I am just saying, right. if I were in his place, I would sure. take this. But I, th- I think that's one of the most <laughs> the most real good parts of that arc, and a real, real good moment for Alexander. Right. Oh yeah, and I think honestly, I think Alexander is pretty much the best part of the episode. Like his sure. whole arc and his whole thing is just. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I do and I do like how it brings up um, one of my favorite things, which is the corniest thing, but also why I love Trek is because it's that whole where I come from, size, shape, color makes no difference. Yeah. And that's a good line. That to me, yeah, it's that is what Trek is about for me. It's it's, you know, in the future we fix this. And it's, you know, it's not perfect, but it's better. And it's better for everybody, and it doesn't matter. And I think that's why we I can watch episodes like this that are problematic in other ways, but also it comes back to this central idea for Trek that in the future we can do it better. Well, and that's a really nice exchange there between Kirk and Alexander, right? It Where is. Alexander's like, what do you mean people like me? And he's like, people without the abilities, of course. Like, what else could I even mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and it brings a rather uncomfortable topic to the forefront, uh, I think. Uncomfortable then and uncomfortable now. Yeah, and I um, think it does it pretty humanely. I yeah. mean, I mean, I definitely don't have that experience and can't speak to it. But I, I, from the outside, at least, I feel like it's handled well, especially for the 60s. Yeah, I agree. Well, I can bring one up. Do we want to talk about the acting? Because I think Bones has some really beautiful acting. And oh, I think he does. Spock has some really beautiful acting. I think Sp- I think Leonard Nimoy's like, marionette acting is the best of the main cast. 
<laughs> like everybody yeah. else does okay, but uh, Evoy... I think everyone else overacts. Oh, for it's sure, a weird absolutely. Ask, right? It's a weird ask as it's a director. It's yeah. like, okay, pretend like you are a character who's being controlled by someone else you still have a little bit of resistance you don't want to do these actions but they're trying to make you do these actions that's a that's a right. big ask oh yeah that's a lot of work mm-hmm. and i think i think Leonard nimoy did a beautiful yeah. job at it yeah. i think his is definitely the most convincing for me and it's the least i don't know if jerky is or, or even overacted maybe the the right i think it's the, yeah, right the least overacted. i think it's the least overacted. it's definitely just it was the best for me definitely and and, yes. and shatner and bone and uh deforest kelly were fine but, like it wasn't um, like it was a lot but it was trek so i kind of let it go a, but well, i also i love it when spock is uh in the uh bedroom trying to control his oh the chamber yeah, or whatever that trying is to control his anger and he just like can't keep it together. That is and a destroys the goblet. Stunning scene, honestly. That is yeah, that is it's beautiful. Beautiful, it's beautiful work. Yeah, yeah. For a weird episode, they do some nice things. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> a few of those points throughout that are good, but then yeah, there's then there's extended long scenes of just weird weirdness. Yeah, well, super. But there's also the bone scenes too, where and I think DeForest Kelly's really underappreciated, where he's so subtle, like it's so hard he to is. read his expressions. But he like is like barely like it. It's implied that he's like barely on the verge of keeping it together, and he does lose it. He loses it at the end, and is like, "No, I'll stay. You know, I'll do whatever you want. Just let him go." Yeah. So I I agree. It, it kind of brings up the idea that that most of this episode, I spent sitting there, partly wondering what the Plutonians' plan is, and and that's a longer discussion, and there's probably not a great answer. We already talked about that a little, but then. The deeper question is, what is our protagonist's plan? <laughs> like, they don't have a plan forever. Um, it takes a long time. And one of the one of the problems is pacing, but it also feels weird for a long time, I think, because it doesn't feel like any of the protagonists have any sort of free will over their actions. You're just watching a, a weird marionette show. Um, and, and without that sort of free will, without autonomy and planning mm-hmm. and and any sort of actions of their own it's just really kind of dull um you could set up that suspense with something like that but it just goes on way too long to still be about suspense yeah and i think that's i think it's a pacing issue but and i do i'm with the pacing issue it's the once they do have a plan oh then it happens instantly then, <laughs> then it, it happens immediately yeah, and then it's like bones is the greatest chemist who has ever lived yeah he's like well maybe it's their blood and he's like well i guess if i hold this near you oh yeah it's your blood yeah, there's there's totally. Yeah, I know. Well, right? and then like... he just happened to have the like, what is it, the Kiranai? Yeah, he's like, oh, right? I guess it's this. Like, thing. how does he isolate that so fast and That's then is so able to great. inject it, or does he just have vials? Yeah, of it? it's like, well, I got sure. some of these in my bag. Never had to use them before, but let's see what they do. <laughs> I only have like two vials of things. Oh, it happens we, to be the ones we made. have. This thing, this chemical that we have named, <laughs> is synthesizable. <laughs> We've never thought to figure out what it does. I guess, I, guess, I guess it gives you superpowers. Way. So, good to know. from a universe standpoint, classic track logic. Is it? It's so true. Is it? So they talk about the fact that Alexander is metabolizing it right differently. Yeah. Is right. the idea that Kirk and Spock they have it in their system now, but then they're going to metabolize this chemical and then it's gone? That you have to keep it in there, or do they just have powers I think so. for a while? 
I think oh. I think the idea is that it's a short-lived thing that it does get processed. So you got to keep eating the food. But, you got to. So you have to keep eating the food. So I think I think that's true too. But I think they're going to have those powers when they go back. Yeah, to for the a ship day for a or two. Right? Oh yeah, I think for a little yeah. while it'll be in there. That's the fun episode oh, that sure. I want to watch, yeah. but. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally watch. But it. it's also a question of like, why doesn't the Federation just drop a base down on this planet and start synthesizing some of that chemical, uh, or or blow up the planet? Because uh, right. it's really got to be one of those two. If if right. a if a report goes into Starfleet and says, "Hey, there's a crazy planet that gives you crazy right. space powers,", space powers. Um, and all you got to do is eat a few apples for a, what three months, three four months? Yeah, yeah. Gotta it was eat like three or four months. It wasn't months. long. And then you get crazy space powers, like. Oh, then maybe it has to be contained on the planet. Well, they could have done a thing like, oh, it's interacting with the atmosphere or something. Right. They did not. But I don't think they did. They not. did not. But that would make it more would sense. make more sense. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it did Let's... not though. I think they're going Let's back to the they're going maybe. back to the ship with these powers. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, that is what I thought. <laughs> yeah, so then the question is, Darn like, in, in Deep Space Nine, when they're fighting the, the Dominion, like, why not come back to this planet and get some space powers? I mean, space powers for everybody. I want space powers. So, well, we don't really know what happens. They might decide to blow up the planet. <sighs> yeah, because, oh, this is the end. So the ending. And they're just like, yeah, we've totally been bad. We shouldn't do that anymore. It's a <laughs> yeah. bad thing. We're going to totally be good now, you guys. And I'm just like, as soon as they leave, they're going to be back to being the worst people ever. Boy, like, there is no way that, that these that this one thing after thousands of years is going to yeah, be like, absolutely. yeah, we're going to change. No, they're not. Switch no, they're not. Switch quick, too, where they're having a conversation and then, like, Kirk's like, I have powers. And my power level, <laughs> my power is over 9,000. And he, yeah, and I have all, and I know how to use it suddenly, even though I've never had them before. My power frequency is <laughs> double yours. <laughs> Whatever they talk about, they talk about power frequency a lot, and I chuckle every time. But, they do. Um, yeah, and then he's just like, "Oh, wow, yeah, I guess you caught me. You solved the, you solved the mystery of space yeah, powers. You know I what? guess I'm We've good been now. Super cool. bad." <laughs> Right. Well, and Kirk says that like a lot of ships are going to be coming there now too, and that's not explained. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. This is this is a this is a TNG. You put buoys around that planet and say off limits. Yeah. The end. Although you have to assume that presumably they could get off the planet somehow. Although maybe not. I don't know. I mean, they got there, but maybe they lost the ability to travel in space once they got there because they've been idle for so long I, yeah they never talk but it's about still the ships. same people yeah yeah it's not like they so, yeah, lost you'd... the knowledge they well no, no it's not a different generation but, but maybe yeah. they but maybe they're after so many i mean the their stuff like disintegrated and so i don't know it is a long time i'm just sure it's a long time crystals right they're totally out of dilithium crystals and we all know they are that those are important they are ancient aliens so let's put that out there <laughs> like this is i i want to it's true it's fair um it's better that yeah, way let's I be mean, real but let's not but do they're that. definitely like aliens that left a planet came to greece did some stuff with plato um and then and left, then left. <laughs> it's like oof. for sure hey it sort of makes sense <laughs> why don't why don't they speak greek no <laughs> Hey, it's the translator. It's yeah, that, it's the it's universal the translator. translator. Never mind. We yeah. can explain okay. that. That's <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm not sure that's been established yet, but let's go with it. It probably has. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. 
Oh well. They also they they <laughs> well, go to great lengths to like not kill him. Um, they do. Even though I mean, when we're, we're the comparison to Mitchell, right, is a great one from where no man has gone before. Um, where they they're like, wow, if he gets allowed out in the universe, he's a problem. Um, we can't keep control of him forever. Uh, and in this situation, they're just like, all we got to do is slap him on the wrist and show us. Show him that, like, we could have powers, too, and then it's cool. We're <laughs> I'm out. sure he'll be it's fine. All fine. I'm sure it'll work itself yeah. out. Yeah, it'll all be okay. But, I mean, that's Kirk's big thing, right? Is that, that I mean, that recurs in so many episodes. Like, the Gorn, the Horda, those are two more. Where the big thing is that you never want yeah, to Yeah, but the Gorn, I mean, the Gorn the is enemy. a very different, very different situation. No, I mean, it, sort of. But in the end, he's about to kill the Gorn. And then he stops and the Gorn, the Gorn know. couldn't show up on a planet and take over a whole planet, though. True. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't the Gorn like? Don't the Gorns kill one of their colonies? A, a, they destroy a one bunch of their colonies, of Gorn, right? Like Gorn, plural, but not like a Gorn. But they're still a powerful and dangerous enemy. Sure, but not in the singular, right? Where you have these crazy space powers. Yeah, I guess, although I think I thought part of the point of the space powers was that an individual wasn't really that powerful because their powers aren't, like, cumulative together, which is how the two of them can beat the 38 of them. Yeah, that didn't make a ton of sense. Because <laughs> were Kirk's and Spock's <laughs> powers on the same power frequency? Uh, it wasn't clear. <laughs> it was not. Kelsey, I feel like you're on the witness stand. You're, 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 you're giving these answers like, I'm, I'm not sure. It, it, it was not clear. <laughs> I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. Oh. You, so we should say, Chelsea, you said you really like this episode. I love this episode. This is one of my favorite episodes. First of all, I recognize that it's terrible. It's okay. It's a terrible <laughs> episode. It's a terrible episode of television. And I think what's most telling, perhaps, is the scene when the second torture scene, uh, when uh, whatever Parnim says to Bones, you know. Uh, what is it? Something along the lines of, uh, why are you letting this continue? And I think it's just a glorious metaphor for the episode <laughs> as a whole there. <laughs> like, why are you letting this continue, writers? Um, but no, I do. I love it. Um, because I think it's actually really deep, just sort of disguised just as a, a terrible episode. <laughs> No, I actually, I, I actually like this episode more than I remember liking it, and for different reasons. I think I, I, I still, still am not a huge fan because the torture really is horrifically disturbing, but the ideas behind it are a little better than I remember, and the good things about it are better than I remember too. Yeah, the torture is one of the reasons I like it because I think it's a really. It, it makes it really deep i don't know it's it's i mean it's horrifying but it's it's good of us for us to feel those things too i mean that's an interesting point on it i think i mean at times it's hard to watch um it is which you could then for say reasons other than well sure for yeah. <laughs> it being terrible yes yep not yeah. always but sometimes it's still it's still not making my top 20 let's put that out there oh it's that it's it, it is in my top yeah. 10 <laughs> absolutely i don't know if it's pacing mind. problems aside <laughs> mitchell is the 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 sort of main antagonist from the last episode we have and now we have um how i uh, what is his name from this one Parman. okay 
Um, wh who who do you think's winning in a fight between those? Who's more powerful? Mitchell. Chelsea. Mm. Mitchell can conjure fruit trees from the air. Sure. It's totally probably Mitchell. Mitchell. Probably. I okay. I was I was wondering which way this one would go because <laughs> Mitchell's in that weird place where a week from now Mitchell's more powerful indefinitely but he's still in that sort of weak state. And the question is, like, could he mind control Mitchell? Mitchell... I don't think he could. Yeah, that's that's really really the question. And, and... I really don't think he could. I think Mitchell is just a couple steps away from Q. Like, I do not think Parnum could take him. Yeah, I guess these guys mm. weren't really ever conjuring things, and they do have a pretty weak, no, weak immune system. As, as yeah, Alexander they have psionic said, like, powers. Like, there's, it's telekinesis and a little bit of mind control. They can't, like, summon things from nowhere. Yeah. And they can't. And all you like, got to do is cut them a little bit, and then they have. Right, a, and they're know, done. And they're... It's over. Right. Who do you think is more corrupt of the two? Ooh. Ooh, now that's an interesting question. Oh, I don't know. Because they've I... both been. It's. I mean, it's such a similar plot. Oh, it, it's a very it similar is. plot. It's very similar. And a very and it's the same moral basically. Mm-hmm. Ah, maybe Perman. Because he's so sadistic and... I, yeah, I kind of feel like... He's, like, really he's, sick. He is. He's really horrible. And he took these these platonic ideals and twisted them so out of whack that you just, they're not recognizable anymore. And it's like, you had an idea that was actually kind of admirable, but you have gotten so far away from it that it's just... it's. Well, the premise, it's right? Yeah. The foundation of their society is either eugenics or genocide. Right, whatever right. line Which, that, or some combination straight of both. Um, <laughs> straight charming. off problematic. <laughs> yeah, I think it's also about the like the the sort of preponderance of time that he's had yeah. two millennia to like think about this, and he's still a jerk. Mitchell is kind of swept up in it really quick, and like was painted at least to be a good person, and then was like pushed into the situation where uh, he thinks that rightly so that they're going to try to kill him because the powers are getting out of control um, yeah whereas parnum is not under any sort of right. immediate threat from outside oh i see what you're saying yeah that, that mitchell part of what mitchell is fighting back against is that like he yeah. thinks they're going to kill him um because right, right. box want, wants to kill him wrong. yeah he's not wrong um so there's an escalation on both sides in that that conflict whereas nobody's threatening parnum yeah, but that's interesting. So, okay, so we're saying Mitchell is is more powerful. Just conjure up a... Yeah. But Parman is a worse more person. More corrupt. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Person, alien, entity, whatever. Sure. Chelsea, do you think that we're going to win bingo this week or not? I do not. Um. Well, I don't know. It's, does that count as a ripped shirt? Because we can see Shatner's no, chest. shirt. <laughs> oh, see, this is one of my questions because I have two things I want clarification. Ooh, okay, on for so we're gonna get there, week. but we'll we'll decide it later. But I don't think there's enough, um, sort of cliches, cliches in this episode. They don't spend enough time on the show. Right, well, statistically, I'm gonna go with no because we haven't won it yet, even in episodes with several. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well so I do. I choose the bingo cards randomly. I do want to say that I choose them randomly. I don't like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Sift through. I pick the one that's on top of the pile at the moment. Okay, so shall we do bingo? Well, we need to All clarify, right. I guess. You've got two. All right, yeah, we have two clarifications. Okay. Okay, so Spock shows emotion in this episode, but it is sure. coerced. But do we count it because he does fight it later? Absolutely, yeah, he's because it's not coerced the second yeah, he, time. He's, yep, yep. 
and he can't control it. Okay. That was my feeling as well. But all right. And then the second one that I wanted clarification on was we have a kind of shirtless Kirk. He's yes. Like, nope. nope. He's wearing a toga, I'm and he doesn't have a shirt on. If he walked into a subway, and the subway had a sign that said, no shirt, no shoes, no service, they'd still give him a sandwich. Would they, yeah, though? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. There's a lot of his chest showing. Yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> well, you've seen people in, like, tank tops. You've seen people in, like, loose tank tops that are that same level of showing yeah, yeah, skin. Yeah, but the point of the ripped shirt is that, like, it's, it's forced partial. nudity. Yeah, right. That's and kinda, this that was, was forced kind of, nudity. No, but there's well, a difference between there's a difference between ripped shirt and shirtless Kirk. Yeah, I well, guess but the, so. he's not shirtless. And I don't. He's Just not a portion of his chest. And it's, the shirt is, is not showing. ripped. Oh, I think I was. I was thinking he was, but now I think I agree with Paul. Oh, damn it. I'm sorry. I thought I was uh, on your side, Chelsea, but I don't think I am anymore. Classic Abigail. Betrayer. Betrayer <laughs> <laughs> of my heart. All right, oh, fine. I still love you. All right. So, yeah. we Okay. So, we did not get Van Gogh this week. It was the shirtless, a little Would the shirtless have gotten us there? No, okay. it wouldn't. Oh, well. No, it wouldn't. But um, we did have quite a few. We had communicators didn't work at one point. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The, the away team was trapped on the planet. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was a captain's log entry, even though For it was sure. rushed. <laughs> it ancient, was there. ancient Earth history is referenced. Absolutely. Uh, Kirk does make out with someone, oh, okay. even oh, though yeah. it's coerced. Still mm-hmm. happens. The bridge shakes. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That, that bridge shake on this one was. It, it was a lot of extras. That was great acting. Right? You can tell that, that like, on the A team, when they were up there, they know how to shake. But this was like a whole bunch of B team, no and they were idea. doing it like all off. <laughs> yeah, they, one guy was, <laughs> was shaking this. a lot more than the others. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> they were at all different rates yeah, and all different they directions. They started at different times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they stopped at different times. Yeah, yeah and then last, oh. of course, Nurse Chapel appears. So we have a Nurse nice. Chapel square. But we were still, it, in multiple directions, we are two away from bingo. It's very sad. That's more than I would have What's, expected. But What yeah. is one way we could have won? Um, one way we could have won is if uh, Bones had had a drink. And okay. if he had said his famous, I'm a doctor, uh, not a wow, I'm surprised that Ugh. either of those couldn't have been shoehorned into this Doesn't episode. Ha- I know, those could have been shoehorned in this episode, right? Absolutely. Although in this episode, it's really about him being a doctor. So He could at least have said, I'm a doctor, not a <laughs> puppet. Yeah, but, I mean, what could he have said in the... F- yeah, there's not a real natural flow to that one. <laughs> no. I was like, he gets there well, and his leg the third is season. cut. And it's like, I'm a doctor not a guy who yeah. shows up by this point in the third season he doesn't really say it that much yeah. anymore it's, it's most true. of the first two seasons it's there's true, no but it's still one of my favorites they don't for, for a, a, a greek society especially this sort of like utopian um yeah they don't really talk about drinking or any sort of um the things i would think of it's like oh bread and circuses yeah, yeah greek Greek uh, yeah. excesses. Maybe I've been thinking more of Rome, but well, the fact that Rome. there's yeah. Yeah, yeah, Rome is Greek. Rome is bread and circuses. Greece is not. yeah. But I, I would. Um, uh, what's the Greek god then of all that? So it's not Dionysus. Dionysus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, yep. Oh, that's how you say that. Dionysus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Duracell? I heard. <laughs> no, I said. Di- <laughs> Diana, uh, what did I say? I <laughs> well, it's <know>. recorded. <laughs> Dionysus. Uh, hedonism bot? I, I think hedonism bot is what, um, But, yeah, I, 
it's, I guess it's strange that they don't have any sort of that stuff, but they're just kind of sitting around I and know. chatting. I so. know. You'd think they would at least, like, drink a bunch and go crazy and have orgies, right? Like, maybe they do. Who knows? Yeah, maybe that's what they don't yeah, talk about it. They could. After Mc... that, I mean, that's kind of the After McCoy was trapped yeah, there forever, they'd bit. be like, okay. That there's some weird sex stuff going on there. Probably. I mean, that many thousand years. Why, why, why would you still be wearing Greek clothing, right? Because it's cool. It looks <laughs> it awesome. Because cool. the, cost, the costume designer wanted to design those. Sure. And it looks awesome. And it looks great. For sure. All right. Are we picking next week's episode? Oh, yeah. Let's draw the hat. Woo-hoo. The real hat. Get the actual Dude, hat, Abigail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The real hat. It's so real. It's not, it's not made up at all. I mean... It, <laughs> It, it is an you. actual set I of pieces of paper. <laughs> Crinkle that paper next it's to the mic. Real, it is. It is actual folded paper and everything. Like I'm not. I'm not lying about that. Okay, are you ready? Yes. What is it? Next week we are going back to season one, episode twenty-four, this side of paradise. This side of oh, the Enterprise excellent. investigates a planet whose colonists should be dead but are not. We're going to get some more emotional Spock. I'm excited. Oh, is, that, is that another plant-based one? Am I thinking of the right one? If I'm thinking of the right one, that's the one I'm thinking of. So I, I think that's the one we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's, that's plants Spock attack them. gets in that relationship with that girl. Yeah. The hippie girl. Yeah. And they're all like hippies and stuff together. It, and and Bones makes a mint julep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the plants that like spray them with powder. And then yeah, they, yeah. It's like <laughs> plant awesome. spores. Plant spores. I hope that's on the bingo. <laughs> spores. There's, I don't think spores is on the bingo, but but Bones drink certainly is. <laughs> oh wow, this will be interesting. We we'll have to think as we watch it. We have to think about who what the villain is. That's <laughs> an interesting. This will be. Uh-huh. Oh, I like it. I'm excited, you yeah, guys. Should be a fun I like one. this episode. This is, I'm excited. I mean, I can't say I like it, but I'm I'm looking forward oh, to watching it. This, like is, this it. is at least a fun one. So. Yeah, it's, it's a, a really good fun one. one. I'm excited. Yay! Awesome. All right. Well, I think. That's it, you guys. Good times. 